Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But we also talk plenty of baseball, and we're going to continue to do just that with Matt Snyder, our buddy, uh, lead baseball writer for CBSSports.com. Would you consider baseball in chaos right now? Would you consider the world in chaos right now, Matt? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, baseball's definitely – heading into the season, I said I'm going to embrace the chaos and the craziness of the season. I just want to see it. I hope they're able to keep it going. It, it sounds like for, for the time being that it's, it's on and we're going to keep going and just teams are going to have to get shut down for several days and then they're going to have to play a bunch of doubleheaders and maybe they don't make it all the way to 60 games. They, surely they have to put a minimum on uh, a play, team being able to make the playoffs by winning percentage. Um, haven't heard about that, but uh, I will be very encouraged if, if the Marlins take the field. Uh, once that happens, then we've already seen a team get shut down and then come back, and the rest of the sport kept going. Then I think we'll be able to say, yes, okay, we're gonna we're probably going to finish this thing. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been really chaotic so far. And, and frankly, a lot of fun, like I it just it, baseball more than ever for me now is like an escape other than that, but I'm, I both consider myself a fan first before a writer. And so just watching all these games has been just so fun for me. Understood. Speaking of double headers, you brought that up. We had our first pair of seven inning double headers today, one double header pair of games and uh, Cincinnati took both ends from the Detroit Tigers at seven innings apiece as big a fan of baseball as I am and I think I can compete with you there it's just minor league is it another thing that we just have to accept and say hey it's chaos Jody Mack said it's chaos Matt Snyder said it's chaos it's chaos so we have to accept something like seven inning double headers it just seems so minor league it is, uh, but you know, this season I'm just saying, screw it, whatever. It's it's 2020. Everything's messed sense too because having to play so many double headers. One of the reasons they put the play in extra innings is they didn't have these games lasting 15, 16 innings running. So they played two or three. Maddie, I think we got you in a bad spot. Your phone keeps going in and out. Uh, I'll okay. tell you first just to move across the room, and uh, then I'll ask you another question. If not, we may have to uh, call you back and uh, reconnect. Um, I'm not a fan of the twin double headers, but I am a fan of the fact that uh, 
baseball has had two incidents now. They've had the Marlins breakout, and it adversely affected the Phillies. The Cardinals have having issues now. They had their uh, weekend schedule wiped out. We'll see if they can get it together by Tuesday afternoon. How many teams is it going to take for us to say, all right, we fought the good fight, but this is just not doable? Um, I think if they get up to around, like, five, if it's, like, with the Marlins outbreak, if there's five to ten teams on that level, I do think they would say we got to shut this down before we start it back up. But, um, I mean, it, it, it has mostly been in the East Division. Now we know the Cardinals were affected in the Central Division. Hopefully they didn't do anything to the Twins. Um, and there hasn't been any in the West. So the West is fine right now. So I, I think that we're in – I don't want to say good shape because it's not good shape, but we're in decent shape. Like I said, especially once the Marlins take the field again, then you've seen the process unfold as a team gets shut down and then they come back and play. If Once we've seen that process unfold, I think we can be a little more confident that the season's going to go. Matt, we knew before the season started that uh, it was going to be a bullpen type year. The teams, just because pitchers aren't ramp, ramped up and aren't willing, uh, ready to go deep into games, except Hendricks, who pitches a shutout the first weekend of the season. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, that's the outlier. Uh, it has been five and dive, six at most, and the bullpens are being heavily leaned on, including using some openers and the like. Has any team jumped out at you that you didn't know their bullpen was going to be as good? Or maybe you think, okay, great first uh, eight or nine games, but this can't last. How big an impact is bullpen baseball right now? Uh, the, the Dodgers bullpen has been exceptional. Uh, they just got back Kershaw today as a starter. Walker Buehler still in the process of getting stretched out, so they've had to lean on, on the bullpen, and they've been Excellent. They've been amazing. And I, I, heading into the year, I don't think if you would have said name some of the best bullpens in baseball, I would have really even thought about the Dodgers. But they've shown incredible depth, and they, they've been using a lot of different guys to a lot of success. So we already knew they were going to be one of the best teams in baseball. I just was more offense and rotation oriented, but their bullpen has been amazing. For the, It's so funny because it's a twist and turn, up and down thing. I watched a lot of the quote-unquote exhibition season, the two or three games that everybody played just to get ready for the restart, and pitching was dominant. The hitters were overmatched. Every game seemed to be 2-1 or 3-2, and it may have even carried over into the first couple of games of the restart of the season. The last three or four days, we've seen some pretty significantly high-scoring games, and guys hitting a lot of home runs. Aaron Judge just hit one for the fifth consecutive game. How did the batters catch up that quickly to the pitchers? Um, I, I'm I'm not sure actually. I think I, I guess maybe they just needed to get more quote unquote real at bats in, and just it, it's a lot of hitting is repetition, uh, is staying in rhythm, seeing pitches every single day, seeing different kinds of pitches every single day. So I think it's probably just the reps, and they just uh, a lot of them were hitting batting practice uh, when they were away, but that's not quite the same as game reps. So maybe it's just the the case of they just needed a few more game reps. Now there have been a lot of like star caliber players who started terribly, like Ronaldo Acuna, Cody Bellow, Chris Bryant was awful for a little bit. Now he's down. George Springer's been bad. Uh, Kristen Yelich is one for twenty seven with twelve strikeouts. Damn. So, I mean, you think more and more reps, things start to even themselves out. And and I also think that we're probably paying a lot more 
asking than we have in years past just because they mean so much more. You mentioned Bellinger. Uh, excuse me, Yelich, and I did not know he was that bad. Shame on me. I should know that. But the Brewers have been one of these teams that have kind of been adversely affected. They had a weekend wiped out against the Cardinals. The Phillies got screwed because they did yeah. not have any positive tests, but because they were around the Marlins all week, they shut down the entire week and are going to go eight days without playing a baseball game. They are all of one and two at this point. Can that That's the one thing I'm not being able to wrap my head around. Is yeah. it just going to be a series of doubleheader after doubleheader? I know they cut them to seven innings, but I heard from a pretty good source that baseball prefers not to play doubleheaders this year because that means the guys are at the park together and closed for nine hours at a shot, which is a lot to ask. Uh, Who is getting paid and how much should they be paid to keep this schedule moving forward and get us to (laughs) somewhere near 60 games by the end of September? Uh, It's the commissioner's office, so it's probably one of an, uh, an underling to Rob Manfred. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to, to see how they schedule. Uh, they still haven't laid out, like, the Phillies and Marlins schedules. And how they and they switched, too. Remember, like, the Yankees were supposed to play the Phillies, yep. and instead they played two against the Orioles. So now they're going to have to change up the Yankees and Orioles and Phillies schedules uh, and just reconfigure everything. So I, I haven't seen it. I, I don't know what they're going to do. But, I mean, the hunch is we're going to have a ton of doubleheaders in September if we're not shut down. Could baseball have done this any differently? Um, they're powering through it. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm with you. I hope it does. I'm uh, applauding the fact that they are trying as hard as they have, but they might not have just made it what it needed to be. I don't think they could have gone bubble, but could they have been more stringent with their coronavirus protocols before the year started? Uh, if they, If someone has dropped the ball here, be it, uh, the commissioner's office, be it individual teams, be it individual players. Uh, we know the coronavirus is the most prominent thing to blame, but who would be second yeah. on that list? Uh, you know, it, it's probably the, the commissioner's office. I, they probably could have come up with a plan. There was a three-hub plan that my colleague RJ, RJ Anderson uh, reported where there was going to be the, the West were going to be in Arizona, the Central's were going to be in Texas, and the East were going to be in Florida. If, if they tried to create bubbles in those areas the way that the NBA and NHL have, I think that would have been better. Um, but it, it didn't seem like Manfred could get everybody on board. Um, and, and also, honestly, the, the players going out, like the report that the Marlins players went out to bars in Atlanta when they were playing the Brazen Exhibition game, that's nonsense. The guys got to realize – if you want to get paid this year, 37% of your salary, if you want to get paid, you go to the ballpark, you play baseball, you have fun, you go back to your hotel room, get on a computer, get on your phone, whatever, that's how you entertain yourself. Sit, stick your butts in the room and do not leave until it's time to go to your next baseball game. That's just how it's going to have to be this year. A lot of people are hurting. You guys are going to be hurting too, but not nearly as much as a lot of other people. You understand that. I understand that. I'm a little old to be running out to the club every single night, so it'd be a hell of a lot easier for me. (laughs) But these are 21 to 28-year-old kids. you got a couple in their 30s with kids that you know they're doing the right thing, but you got a bunch of guys that aren't, uh, forget about they may have girlfriends, but they're certainly not married and not even engaged. It's easy for us to lecture them from afar, but is it realistic to believe 
that they'll hear it and then do it. Hopefully now. I, after the Marlins outbreak, I, I would like to think that everybody would uh, ha- have gotten kind of a wake-up call. Um, and, and there needs to be leadership. Like I've seen a, a lot of people reporting that the team that's been the best on this is the Cubs because they have John Lester and Anthony Rizzo who are cancer survivors, and they want to play and they want to keep their buddies safe. And those are their two team leaders. David Ross is a strong team leader too. He, he was when he was a teammate, now as manager. So I think that there needs to be leadership on every team. Somebody on the Marlins, a veteran, even if he wasn't on the team last year, somebody like Casey Aguilar, when they get back, they need to stand up and say, hey, listen, we can't have this again. We just won our first series of the season and then got shut down. We can't have this again. Stay in your hotel. Stay home. If it works, then they will get the season, and I'm not sure that that's possible. Um, I will say this as I take a look at the standings here. Yankees six and one first place, Twins seven and two first place, Astros and uh, the A's tied atop the West. That's basically the way everybody thought it was going to go. Braves—they've yep. only won two divisions in a row. They're seven and three. Granted, uh, kudos to the Cubs for the veteran leadership they have. They've jumped out seven and two, and the Dodgers and the Rockies atop the West. Even though it is chaos. It's kind of what we figured ahead of time. Does that mean that this is working, that uh, the teams that are supposed to win have accumulated the right talent and put the right roster together are seeing the results even through the chaos? Somewhat, yeah. I, I mean, there's stuff like the Rockies being 7-2 is pretty surprising. I mean, they were terrible last year, but their starting pitchers took a big step back last year. It looks like they're taking the, they're, they're all bouncing back, so they're looking pretty good so far. Uh, you're still getting some wackiness. Like the, the Tigers won three of their first four against the Reds. That was pretty shocking to a lot of people. The Orioles just swept the Rays. I mean, so we're still getting some craziness. But you're right. It does kind of have the look of a real season. It, you're always going to have some disappointments. You're always going to have some positive surprises. But overall, other than the weird number of games, like the Marlins until he's only having played three games, other than that, the standings really do kind of look like a real season. And the Marlins, God bless them, they did take two out of three against the Phillies, but I don't think they're really a factor. Some people thought the Phillies could be in the mix this year, that the Girardi hiring was that good, and that uh, maybe a Real Muto playing for a contract this year could have really had a breakout year, even though uh, he's the best catcher in baseball and has been. How much higher can he go? Uh, Do the Phillies have a chance, or is this wiped-out week just going to crush their chances this season? That, that's something that we've never really seen before, so it's nope. hard to tell. My, my guess is that they're going to be rusty. I, I mean, like I said, you had a lot of good hitters started off so slow just because they hadn't had enough game reps. Well, the Phillies only got three game reps, didn't even play well in those three games, and then got shut down for over a week. So I, if I had to guess, I would say they're not going to be very good for a second, at least not on offense. And, they're, and their pitching is uh, – Outside of Zach Wheeler, I think their pitching is going to be really fickle. Nola and Arietta, those guys are just really inconsistent at this point. So they, I, I, I thought that they could be a contender heading into the season, but it, it feels like this really did screw them pretty good because they're going to be totally out of sorts when they come back. And oh, by the way, as you said, they're scheduling by the seat of their pants. Yeah, they get to start again against the Yankees. Now that's who they were supposed to play anyway when they got shut down, but they're going to go up to Yankee Stadium and uh, get it restarted again with a couple of games at the beginning of the season. Great stuff, Matt. Appreciate it whenever you come on. Thanks for doing it tonight. Uh, Continue to enjoy watching from afar like all of us. Will do. All right, have a good one. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.